Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight, the breaking news. Fentanyl-laced threat letters sent to election offices around the country. Our new reporting about the states where the mail was received and the FBI's investigation of the extremely deadly substance. Here are tonight's headlines. More than a dozen letters sent to election offices nationwide tonight where federal investigators think the mail is coming from. Right now, investigators are in a race to find out whoever is behind it. Four-hour daily pauses of airstrikes in Gaza. Why Israel agreed and what it means for the hostages still held by Hamas and the civilians trying to escape the fighting. A massive airstrike hit this house, which consists of three floors and full of civilian. Ambush in Florida. Two deputies in critical condition tonight after a driver rams into them, allegedly targeting the officers. The actor strike is over, how Fran Drescher became the hero of Hollywood, ending the historic strike, and when your favorite shows could come back. When do you think we're going to see cameras rolling again? Today. Big news here in the nation's capital. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin announces he won't run for another term. What it could mean for an already slim Democratic majority. Hottest 12 months ever recorded. What scientists are saying. As a new chapter unfolds here at the National World War II Museum, there is poignant relevance to the current conflict overseas. People need to know their history. If you don't, you're just moving ahead blindly. Fast car, Tracy Chaplin. And how a hit from the 80s won Song of the Year at this year's CMA Awards.
Good evening and thank you for joining us. We begin tonight with some breaking news in a series of potentially deadly and targeted attacks on election workers across the country. The FBI and investigators from the U.S. Postal Service are looking into more than a dozen letters, some containing fentanyl, that were sent to election offices in at least five states. Now, workers in some of those offices were processing ballots from Tuesday's election, and in some cases, the buildings were evacuated, interrupting the counting of votes. Since 2020, there's been a rise in threats, harassment, and intimidation of election officials. CBS's Jeff Pegues has the latest on the investigation. He'll start us off tonight from right here in Washington with new reporting. Good evening, Jeff. Nora, tonight, FBI agents and postal inspectors are racing to figure out who is behind these threats. Those letters were just dropped in the mail by someone who seems to be bent on terrorizing election workers. So this is very, very serious, and we take it that way. A source familiar with the investigation tells CBS News there are more than a dozen letters being investigated addressed to election offices in Washington State, Oregon, California, Nevada, and Georgia that may have been mailed from the Pacific Northwest. Initial tests show that some of the letters contain trace amounts of fentanyl, but more definitive tests are ongoing. In Georgia, where election officials have been targeted since 2020, the Secretary of State says the threat is personal. You know, some people like to call fentanyl a drug, but it's actually poison. It'll kill you. Fulton County has been the recipient of numerous election-related threats over the last several years. It's the county where former President Trump has been indicted, along with 18 others in connection with an alleged racketeering case. Abe Sterling, a Georgia elections official, says the fentanyl-laced letters are domestic terrorism. You can't think of every single threat, so this now raises it on our radar to something we can train for and plan for. But it's also another stressor for elections officials that are under a tremendous pressure already. The dangerous letters come as election officials around the country are under threat. How has the threat environment changed toward election workers post the 2020 election? It's been fairly consistently high threat environments since the 2020 election over three years ago now. We've seen abuse, threats, and harassment of election officials. So far, investigators believe the fentanyl in those envelopes is unharmful. Still, Nora, Fulton County officials are making sure that the facilities targeted have Narcan, which is the overdose countering treatment available just in case. An attack on democracy. Jeff Begays, thank you. Well, tonight, the White House says Israel has agreed to daily four-hour pauses in airstrikes to allow civilians to flee the war zone in northern Gaza. Now, for context, so-called tactical pauses were already underway, and today 80,000 Palestinians were able to escape. Here's CBS's Deborah Pata in East Jerusalem. Tonight, the first glimpse of hostages since the ground invasion started. In this video, their captors claim to be ready to release both 77-year-old Hannah Katsir and 12-year-old Yahil Yakuv, kidnapped from the near Oz kibbutz. They are just two of the roughly 240 hostages still in captivity. We will not run the video or what appears to be scripted, recorded messages praising their captors. On the ground in Gaza, heavy battles raged. This Israeli military footage shows soldiers walking into a building 
they say is a Hamas weapons manufacturing site. And from the air, Israel's fiery bombardment blazed across the night sky, striking right next to this hospital. Fleeing the embattled north, a torrent of people, tens of thousands attempting the perilous journey along an evacuation corridor. But refuge is hard to find. This was supposed to be a safe zone. Our CBS News producer Marwan Al Ghul raced to the scene of the destruction, arriving to find battered bodies and bloodied faces. Tens of people were killed here, and the people are trying now by their bare hands to pull out the bodies and injuries people. But survival means not only escaping death, but finding enough to eat and drink. Bread no longer a necessity, but a dwindling luxury. And clean water so difficult to find, children have turned to the sea. I add sugar to the salty water so I can drink it, said this little boy. As they run back into the sea, childhood play twisted into a grim new reality. And CBS News can confirm that talks are progressing towards a deal that would free between 12 to 15 hostages in exchange for a two to three day humanitarian pause. And Nora, CIA Director William Burns and his Mossad counterpart are taking part in those discussions in Qatar. Some high-level talks. Deborah Pata, thank you. Well, for the first time in more than six months, it's time for lights, camera, action. The Hollywood actors' strike has finally come to an end after their union reached a tentative billion-dollar deal with studios and streaming companies. CBS's Carter Evans reports on productions coming back to life and when you can expect to see new episodes of your favorite TV shows. It's a celebration 118 days in the making as word of a deal spread quickly through Hollywood. We just heard moments ago the strike is over. That's amazing. SAG-AFTRA president Fran Drescher says the new contract is worth more than a billion dollars over three years for working actors. When do you think we're going to see cameras rolling again? Today, this was really one for the ages. The deal includes wage increases up to 11 percent, performance-related payments for streaming shows, also protections for actors from the threat of AI and studios potentially using their likeness without their consent. We realized that this is a wild pony that needs to have a saddle thrown on it and we need to pull in the reins. And it was only in the very last moments that they came forward and gave us the last piece of it. We royalty. Now, actors starring in anticipated <laughs> holiday releases like The Color Purple, <laughs> Wonka, and The Hunger Games prequel can promote their movies on the red carpet. Oh, okay, fine. I see all of you. And TV networks are scrambling to start production on scripted comedies and dramas. New episodes could start airing early next year. Studio executives say actors are getting the largest increase in minimum wages in the last 40 years. Great news for working actors like Chad Coe, eager to leave the picket line and get back on set. I think it's going to be really special for all of us to be able to go out there and, and, and make a good living. Now, studio lots like this one have been ghost towns 
for months now, but soon they'll be bustling with production crews again. The economy lost 44,000 jobs, rather the entertainment industry during these two strikes, and the economy took a $6 billion hit. Nora? Everybody ready to get back to work. Carter Evans, thank you so much. Coal Country Democrat Joe Manchin stoked the flames of speculation today that he may enter the 2024 race for president. CBS's Robert Costa is measuring the shockwaves of the West Virginia senator's bombshell announcement. I will not be running for re-election to the United States Senate. The announcement from veteran Democratic Senator Joe Manchin shook up Washington today, raising new questions about whether Democrats will be able to hold on to their narrow Senate majority next year and about whether Manchin will make a late entry into the 2024 presidential race, something he has not ruled out. What I will be doing is traveling the country and speaking out to see if there is an interest in creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together. The 76-year-old centrist was facing a tough re-election fight against West Virginia's Republican governor, Jim Justice. And some top Democratic sources tell CBS News they now worry Manchin is going to explore running on the nonpartisan no labels ticket, which they believe would pull votes from President Biden should Manchin launch a bid. Meanwhile, the Republicans hoping to unseat Mr. Biden took swings at each other last night. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, who has risen in the polls in recent months, was attacked by political outsider Vivek Ramaswamy. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first? Or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? I'd first like to say they're five-inch heels, and I don't wear them unless you can run in them. Um, you have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy gone. answer. There was concern today that the rhetorical fistfights only hurt the party and do little to upend a race dominated by former President Donald Trump, who skipped the debate. When you watched last night, look. The juvenile back and forth between Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley, you know, those are not the kind of people who are going to beat the Democrats um, next November. Behind the scenes, my sources close to several candidates say there is now a sense of desperation, public confidence, but private alarm over money running out, donors losing faith. And until the field winnows down, few are sure that any of that will change. Haley is increasingly seen by some power brokers as perhaps the best position, but not as a sure thing. Nora. Wow, we're getting ready to voting time. Robert Costa, thank you. Well, breaking news tonight, just coming in, two sheriff's deputies are fighting for their lives in a hospital after being ambushed outside Tampa by a man in a car. Police have released this body camera video of the attack. We want to warn you, it is hard to watch. Here's CBS's Roxana Saberi. Dramatic videos from home surveillance cameras and police body cams show the moment two sheriff's deputies in Florida were violently mowed down on the job. Today, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office was, an was intentionally attacked and ambushed by a man determined to kill deputy sheriffs. The force of the impact pinned the deputies between their SUV and two other cars. Officials say one deputy's femur bone was crushed and his leg may have to be amputated. These deputies never had a chance. They didn't have a chance to get out of the way. Tonight, 28-year-old Ralph Boozy, who has a violent criminal history, is facing three counts of attempted murder on a law enforcement officer. Deputies were called to the home by the suspect's mother, who told police her son was acting irrational and violent. After police arrived, he left and circled back, then sped toward the deputies. Boozy was tased and taken into custody. Thankfully, regardless of how injured they are, 
the recovery that they may face, both deputies are alive. All right, turning now to day two of an intense manhunt underway in New Jersey. The FBI is offering a $10,000 reward leading to the arrest of Gregory Yetman. He is wanted in connection with the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. The former National Guardsman ran into the woods when law enforcement tried to serve an arrest warrant at his home. Residents in the small town of Halmetta have been told to keep their doors locked. Well, just in time for Veterans Day, the National World War II Museum in New Orleans recently opened its final chapter, Liberation Pavilion. The new exhibit explores the war's legacy, including the consequences of the Holocaust. In tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Janet Shamlian shows us why the timing is relevant to what's happening in the world today. On the sprawling campus of the National World War II Museum, its newly opened Liberation Pavilion Maybe its most important exhibit hall. In Austria, they found Hitler's war. Detailing the war's legacy and its lessons. At the unveiling, some of the last surviving veterans who fought for freedom. And Ava Nathanson, who fought for her life, a Holocaust survivor. In 1945, uh, somebody had turned my mother and myself in, and they dragged us to the Danube and they tied us together and shot us into the Danube. The Holocaust was dark. Nathanson's story, part of an exhibit detailing not just the war's jubilant end and aftermath, but its grim human toll. More than 400,000 American lives lost and millions massacred in the Holocaust. This is a coffin crate, a transport case. Museum senior historian Rob Satino on insight this collection can provide amid war in the Middle East. People need to know their history. If you don't, you can't really look to either side to know how other people got there. You're just moving ahead blindly. There are relics and heart-wrenching accounts. I remember being dragged. We were with Nathanson as she toured the new pavilion, listening for the first time to her own recorded story. I mean, I had almost had tears in my eyes. Narratives like hers, the museum hopes, will guide leaders of the future. I feel I have to do it, not for myself, but for my children, my grandchildren, and my future generation. God bless America. War's lasting legacies amid a backdrop of conflict today, a never-ending battle for freedom. For Eye on America, Janet Shamlin, New Orleans. Let's not forget about Veterans Day. All right, it was a major mid-air scare for people aboard this jet when they realized their plane was missing two windows. We're going to tell you how it ended next. Tonight's Eye on America is sponsored by WeatherTech. Auto, home, pet. Find your fit at weathertech.com. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Urban Outfitters, Fenty Beauty, and Expedia, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you you as cashback. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode 
is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. There were some terrifying moments aboard a British charter flight when passengers and crew realized that their plane had two missing windows. The plane took off from London last month, bound for Orlando with 20 people on board, well, they quickly noticed that the cabin was colder and a little bit noisier than usual. The pilot circled back to the airport. Luckily, no one was hurt. Investigators say the windows were damaged by a film crew on a previous flight. Now to this consumer alert. The CDC is warning that seven people, mostly infants, have been infected with salmonella after coming into contact with pet food that's been recalled. The outbreak has been linked to numerous brands of dry dog and cat food made by Mid-America Pet Food of Texas. So for more on the recalled products, please go to CBSNews.com. Climate scientists sound the alarm about the hottest year ever on record. We've got the details next. An alarming new report reveals Earth just had its hottest 12 months ever recorded. Researchers at the nonprofit Climate Central analyzed global averages and temperatures from November of last year through October of this year, and they found they were about 2.4 degrees above pre-industrial averages. Now, according to the report, nearly 6 billion people had more than a month's worth of temperatures that were impacted by climate change. We certainly felt it. Well, on a historic night in Nashville, an anthem from the late 1980s takes home two top honors. We'll listen and have the details next. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. History was made at the CMA Awards in Nashville Wednesday night when a hit song from 35 years ago won two major awards. You got a fast car. Is it fast enough so we can fly away? Still gotta make a decision. Leave tonight or live it die this way. 
Luke Combs cover version of Tracy Chapman's 1988 hit Fast Car took home Single of the Year and Song of the Year, making Chapman the first black woman to win a CMA award. Chapman didn't attend the ceremony, but in a statement, she thanked Combs and all the fans of her timeless tune. Combs thanked Chapman for writing one of the best songs of all time. I would agree. It is a great song. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. I've been a reporter for more than three decades, and along the way, I've been talking to myself in notebooks I've carried in my back pocket. They've captured thoughts about life, parenthood, death, friendship, and more. I'm John Dickerson, and I'd like you to join me in figuring out what these 30 years of notebooks mean in my new podcast, Navel Gazing. Each episode, we dig through the piles of notebooks that I've been collecting, and from their entries, try to sort out what makes a life. This collection of audio essays is available wherever you get your podcasts.